What is going on, fellow Summit Chasers, and welcome to another episode of the Summit Chasers podcast. I am very excited for this guest today. He's actually now a pretty good friend of mine, Mr. John Duffin. He is a voiceover actor and executive coach who focuses a lot on leadership communication, which is absolutely huge, and I'm a big fan of because it's not discussed enough. Your ability to lead is directly related to your ability to effectively communicate. So this is a great episode, and I may be a bit biased, but I can't wait for you to check it out for yourself. Uh, a little announcement from us, we'll be officially on a regular episode release schedule now after testing things out for a little while. We'll be launching new episodes every Thursday and Sundays of the Summit Chasers podcast. My beautiful partner has her own podcast she'll be launching at the end of this month, which is January. Those will be going live on Mondays. And then our Q&As will be out every other Saturday, starting on Saturday the 13th of January. But enough for me. Sit back, get your notepads out, let us know your takeaways in the comments, and enjoy the show. I hope you're impressed, man. I got it all dolled up for you. I know. Uh, I feel uh, bad. Man. I need to go. I need to go. No, put on a no, 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 no. I feel like I'm the guest. So, uh, <laughs> what the heck? I get like, <laughs> what's the book off your left shoulder? Great by choice by Jim Collins. Nice. Top, nice. Probably, and I know top. he's one of your guys, so that's very cool. He's he's one of my he's one of my guys. Although that is not my favorite book by him. Um, okay, it's just it's just the one that it's blue and stands out. Um, <laughs> my favorite. Well, my favorite book is. This guy, Beyond Entrepreneurship 2.0. It's I've heard of by, it, and and you're impressed. Yeah, extremely. It's okay. It's it's funny because like we can. So there there's a guy. What's well, one of my mentors, Patrick Ben David. He he just came out with yeah. the book. Choo Choose your enemies wisely. Yeah. Right? And I was at his business work uh, business planning mm -hmm. workshop in Fort Lauderdale this last weekend, and I mean a lot of that's it's it's in here. Like a lot of it mm -hmm. came from. I mean I'm not saying it directly came from this. He has mm -hmm. a ton of experience and that kind of stuff. But a lot of it came from that. But it's like have like your your vision and your mission of what you're doing, of your life, of your business, of the people in your right. business should be so clear. You can, you mm -hmm. can see through it. Right. So, and a lot of that is, it's so well written out with him and, and uh, Jim Collins and Bill Lazar and in this book um, beyond entrepreneurship. And I think this was his first book that he put out too. Obviously this is 2.0. So it's the 2020 version, but so much of it stood the test of time. I, I, time. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, 20, yeah, sure. 20, something years ago i mean it wasn't that long but i mean in today's world 20 years is a it's a long it's a long time with the right things that change and improve and innovate so oh my gosh it's when i like i said just look back on that timeline it's like where was i and what was i doing and what and 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 a weird question and what were you worried about 20 years ago like i i i like to do that in the sense of and mm -hmm. you know in that what what literally had you by the face because one of the cool things I get to do, and I know that sounds like a little trippy, but it's more like that sense of, you know, so how did that work out? You know what I mean? And yeah. typically the answer is it worked out fine. Uh, it worked out fine. It worked out fine. You know what I mean? And, and that's one of these things that like when I'm when I'm wanting to beat myself up, a 20-year gap ain't a bad one, you know? No. So. no. Well, <laughs> nothing's ever as bad or as, as good right. as we think it is. Like even right. if it is, even if it plays out as good as you want it, it's never – I mean, at least for this is, I mean, I'm going to speak it for myself. Once I sure. achieve something in your head, you're like, oh, I'm going to have a crown. I'm going to have, I'm going to sit on my throne. Everything's going to be yep. amazing. Mm -hmm. And then I get there and I'm like, okay, what's the next thing? What's next? What's next? What's next? Right. Yeah. What do, what do I, what do I do now? Like this is now I'm bored. <laughs> well, Zach, <laughs> I'm honored and flattered. So whatever you need me to or want me to do, uh, I'm great with. So like we're already doing it. We're already doing it. So the, I'm, I'm probably going to leave this part in too. No, I'm going to do the, uh, the intro 
afterwards sure. i film it separately oh um, all right got it yeah okay, great. so it's it's something you know who knows what's going to come up i'm going to sell people on why it's going to be so great to listen to this i got you well that's okay and, and i'm happy and look bob i'm always happy to help so yeah i, glad I, to be I grateful I as hell it. too you so I, I saw some of your ads so tell me a little bit about well first of all let's start here a little bit about what you what you do because i saw some of your ads coming out look good what, so what what is it what, what can somebody expect when they when they work mm -hmm. with with you because i know there's a few different capacities that people can right so the key capacity for me is i coach people in a business setting very specifically to be able to present better to use a combination of my business acumen my emotional intelligence and i hate my 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 right but it's so but what i can bring to the table for somebody is also the sense of being able to speak in a way that commands attention what the other person gets to bring whoever i get to work with is their own best and i call it their best business voice which means in this day and age we're all competing for something so if it's an entrepreneur you're com you're competing for your share of voice you want to be heard amidst all of the clutter I'll, I'll address in the moment the barrage of last minute social media coaching opportunities <laughs> that have hit the screen so if you're going to be competing with that crowd you need to sound as if you belong in addition to what i get to offer is actually belonging so when you're in a corporation so whether if you're young and just getting started whether it is the big interview or the big sales meeting or the big presentation that you want to close the deal or a seat in the boardroom it's important that your actual message is heard and understood what i'm able to do when i coach people is make certain that they're not getting lost in the crowd by the techniques that I use. And that's typically the business experience that I've had over 25 years in broadcast ad sales, plus now over four years of my own company, Duffin Media. And that all of that ties to allow somebody to be able to be heard, to not lose their seat if they've been in a company for a while and you're now beginning of the year and people are worried about keeping the seat at the table. I get to help them do so. I love it. And that's been a big topic for, for me lately anyways, has right. been communication, like effective communication. Mm -hmm. Yep. Right. We, we just did a, a big workshop in, in Scottsdale. Um, it's called mm -hmm. human, human interaction technology. And it's how mm -hmm. much I see like there's, there's millionaires in the room. Yeah. And, and they, they constantly are working on their communication skill. A lot of people mm -hmm. don't think it's a skill in something that you can you can improve on it's just i talk this is how i talk i get my point across great mm -hmm. but okay you're, you're getting your point across but how is how are these other people hearing it right see zach the whole i create like like the platform is called your message received mm -hmm. and the reason it's called that is simply because you just described it it's great that you think you sound cool or this is just me and i've heard that a lot of times i'm just me that's how i go but that's great. But how is the other person receiving the actual message? Is it your intended message? And so when you're saying that millionaires are improving their communications, I love hearing that because so often in the corporate landscape, that takes a backseat. And it typically takes a backseat to content. 
What am I going to say? What do I have to know? What objection? If they say this, then I say that. And that's great. But I don't. And, and by the way, that presentation and leveraging your voice doesn't replace the content. It doesn't replace the preparation. But you have to make you have to land it. You have to be able to land the blow, land the punch, land the plane, whatever cliche you want to go with. Yep. You got to land it. And if you sound unsure or doubtful or lethargic or whatever, that's what people are hearing. Mm -hmm. Often translated to a lack of confidence, a lack of clarity, a lack of vision. And so you, in essence, get pushed aside. And the whole point is to make certain that you don't. Uh, absolutely. I kind of I liken it a lot to the communication aspect of this. Like you said, you can prepare, you can make notes, you can right. visualize it in your head, mm -hmm. all this kind of stuff, do your research. Mm -hmm. And then you get put under the lights, so to speak. And your your, your preparation could be a 10, your communication mm -hmm. of that preparation could be mm -hmm. a two. So people mm -hmm. understand it at a five, therefore they execute it at a three. Right. Right. So and I, I liken it a lot to and, and if if anybody hasn't gone and seen john's podcast go do so right now um we were talking Thank about you. when i was fighting it was like you have like your preparation for the fight mm. yep you can be and i knew a lot of people like this they were amazing in the gym they're amazing mm -hmm. in preparation then they got under mm -hmm. the lights and then they they didn't do so well but you're <laughs> that that's your that's your as a leader that's your community your communication is right. you know, under the lights that's your most important part of your job is the meetings is the communication is getting getting um, outcomes mm -hmm. providing or getting people to mm -hmm. get an outcome and then you can't get the outcome if you don't communicate mm -hmm. the what the how and the why mm -hmm. appropriately jack it, it's people remember or retain the oddest things and so when i've been in boardrooms and, and business plans and i'll give you an example in a moment of one that <laughs> wasn't as great for me which is why i realized how important it was to make certain of all of this but the fact is they remember something completely random, right? So you think you're <laughs> you're breaking your rear end. Oh, I know all of this. I've got this memorized. I got them. And, and, and they're thinking literally, oh, he seems nervous. What's he nervous about? Oh, that's weird. He, you know what I mean? He moved his head. Oh, well, you have zero control over that outcome. So the fact of the matter is, what I'll give you the example. So I remember I'm in a boardroom and it is now time for the annual presentation. I, I was part of a, a company and I was working with multiple mar television markets and we were presenting to the big Mahas in their black suits and starch white shirts on a weird, that's exactly what I'm wearing. So I guess I thought I was coming to a business yeah. plan meeting, but I mean, it was all <laughs> like the collar buttoned up and you were there and it was serious business. So the night before, uh, which I never do, I typically, it was in New York, I typically show up uh, the night before, check into a hotel, make certain everything is just so, and, and blah, blah, blah. I had taken my former boyfriend to a concert that he wanted to go to. And I hated every bit of this because it was like, it was all against the grain of the preparation and all that yeah. stuff. And it went way longer than it was supposed to go. It was someone I had almost zero interest in, but he did. And that God, God love him. It was like I said, again, good on him, right? So I've called this story when I tell the long version, uh, how Barbara Streisand wrecked my business plan. Is right? So put it on her. Uh, but the next morning, 
I'm at the 3.40 a.m. train thinking I'm going to make this go. I'll be in there with hours to spare. Electrical problems. Everything shuts down. And I mean everything, including Wi-Fi. And I'm getting calls from the bosses. I, long story short, I show up literally the moment the presentation starts. And I'm a bundle of nerves and jagged edges. And they're asking me basic questions. And while I knew the answers... I'm all like, we're, uh, what? Uh, 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 uh. We leave the meeting. And it's a business planning, like from a perspective. Mm -hmm. you're, this is not literally, you're you're not war generals or, you know what I mean? It's like, there's a lot more important things that are going on. But I still remember my senior boss saying to me, he's like, yeah, something was weird. You were weird today. Literally, his exact words, you were weird today. So you're thinking of all the technical information that you need to know, and I still knew, and the resolution from the person I really wanted to deliver for was, oh, you were weird today, what's up? Yeah. People remember that. People remember the oddest, most random things. What we get to do, what I've realized at that moment was, this is why it's like these big moments remember the right stuff like remember the story remember the part you need to sound like you're authentic which is the key you don't want to make up a character here your authentic true best because people connect with that mm -hmm. and that's in a way long before i actually launched the mission <laughs> that was literally the launch point i wasn't going to have barbara streisand wreck another business plan for me so um <laughs> and if she's listening yeah i mean it um <laughs> funny right so that's when i knew and so to this day it's how can you sound true right and authentic what exactly do you need to know how exactly do you need to sound to get your truest version of you Mm -hmm. that's all you want no, nobody needs to sound like anybody else it's your best most true version of yourself that's so that's, that's funny going back to just people remember the weirdest things like you can right? say all these amazing things mm -hmm. and they'll come up to you and be like hey your collar was off a little bit or uh -huh. like, oh you, yeah you, yeah right you were, you, were, you, were, you were sweating or whatever it was right <laughs> and that's why so there, there's a concept is you want to communicate through the eyes of the observer Right. Yes. So there's there, there's me and you or I and mm -hmm. you. And then there's yep. the observer. Right. You want to mm -hmm. communicate through the eyes of the observer because then I'm paying yep. attention to what I'm doing. Right. Mm -hmm. How am I affecting the way you're reacting mm -hmm. to what I'm saying? And then how are yes. you reacting to the things that I'm mm -hmm. saying? And if you're in the eyes of the observer, you can adjust the communication style. It's like, OK, when I say this, mm -hmm. he does this. So I need to adjust my communication. Right. He seems right. to be more visual because every time I mm -hmm. every every time I say, you know, when, when you see this thing, he perks up. Right. You're like oh, mm -hmm. these, these kind of little little things. Right. So. Mm -hmm. It's so it's so interesting because then if you're in that you would have identified mm -hmm. that okay I think I'm I think I'm sweating a little bit or I see his eyes going to my or collar. I'm moving a little too jerky like or yeah. I'm not speaking clearly or I'm not looking at you and that's when I realized it, it, it's like in a perfect world in these big moments and again this is not replacing the preparation I'm a massive believer in being over prepared uh, however. What I really am a massive believer in is you being 100% present when you're in these situations. And a part of it is so you can enjoy the moment, so you can be comfortable, so you don't have to be this rigid, uptight, that you're fully there. People feel that. People hear it. People feel it.
Yeah. Ab- and that's absolutely. where the results come. This guy's great. Oh my God, that guy, Zach, he's great. Sounded cool. He's, how many big meetings, Zach, I'll ask you that you've been a part of where you like literally the conclusion was, oh, he's cool. Oh, uh, I mean, I, when I was doing keynotes and I, keynotes. We, we, had, we had, we had, you know, it'd be a couple hundred people in the audience. Right. And then you'd come and you'd think that like, oh, you're going to inspire me to go do this or we're going to go mm-hmm. do this now. We're going to implement this. Mm-hmm. And, you, you know, mm-hmm. they're like, hey, I like your shirt or right. Right. Or the way or the way you your your tone whatever it was just it wasn't it's never mm-hmm. they never mm-hmm. hear what you think that they heard and therefore you're right. assuming therefore you're going to get a different outcome. It's not to not to mention it's these are bridges and gateways to get you the desired outcome because the fact of the matter is it is rare that you have to land the big aha moment and the big aha moment from what you've prepared closes the deal uh the companies merge as a result it's typically i like you they're cool she's cool he's cool you know what i mean it's like they're 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 cool i want to hear more Mm -hmm. the questions then become more on point because and i'll use your examples great i like this shirt i like the way that he smiled i like that he sounded confident oh when you were presenting during that keynote bubba that's how it typically rolls is what I'm asking if like when I'm coaching people, it's to make certain there's a bridge or a gateway. Mm-hmm. It's most often coming from you, mm-hmm. not your bullet points on the slide. Because then I'm going to focus on the bullet points on the slide. And then I'm going to focus on how does this benefit me? And then we can talk specifics. But if you're lost, distracted, lethargic, sounding bored you know or so unsure that you're racing through a keynote because you just want to get to the end so you can literally give your big ta-da it's like it ain't gonna work Mm -hmm. 100 percent. you have to lead you have to lead people like it's a path you have to lead people to where you want them to go right right and and we're and we're complicated beings so we need our hands Mm -hmm. held (laughs) we need our hands held sometimes yeah Yeah. And as I said, these are the people that are commanding tens and hundreds of millions of dollars. And 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 their thought is his shirt's cool. He sound John, you sound weird. You know what I mean? It, it's like the most random stuff. So if you've got a path, a gateway that I can help you get to, so that all of that content that you've killed yourself to prepare is heard. Yeah. Your voice is heard. That's the whole thing. That's like I said, what I'm doing. That's that's how that's how it began, which gives no, me I, a great deal of satisfaction to do. Yeah, it uh, clearly does. You're very passionate about what you do. Yeah, and I, uh, one of the things with kind of communication too that I think mm-hmm. a lot of people don't take responsibility for their communication either. Right, like the outcomes on you because mm-hmm. you can, and you, you'll never improve it unless you identify this, which is mm-hmm. it's it's my responsibility to get the outcome. Therefore, I have to communicate mm-hmm. in a way that gets the outcome so i might be talking to somebody who has different experience than me mm-hmm. might have different skills than me or mm-hmm. whatever different background right so what right. i'm saying might mean something completely different to them so yes. i have to take responsibility and mm-hmm. communicate in a way that gets the outcome from this person and if i don't do that then it's it's on me because i communicate that's on for you. me i didn't communicate for them exactly and right? that's so, really the whole point is none of this is communicating for you uh, it's it's you like i remember 
from a personal vantage point, I used to very much be a people pleaser. And there's certain times I still am. Uh, I've, I've worked on that where it's like, I just need to make sure you're cool. Mm. Right. It, it, the most, you know, slang way to say it. if you're cool, then then things are great. Right. Mm. So <laughs> I want to make sure you're happy. Are you smiling? Sometimes that works, by the way. Right. Mm -hmm. And sometimes there's an inherent benefit, but you're not authentic. Yeah. Right. And people feel that. So this is all about having someone express their confidence, have their voice sound as if they understand the story. I'm serving it to you in a way to make certain that you're grasping what's going on without placating you, without people pleasing you mm -hmm. and without sounding condescending. It's a full it. level. It's a 100% level of engagement. That's what that's. And to me, it just makes me happy when, when the results come or the clients come back to me, it, it just, it, 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 it's, it's to me, that's the passion. That's the mission. Yeah. And it's, it's so frustrating too, because you get mm -hmm. some very intelligent people who mm -hmm. are 10 out of 10 intelligent, but communicate right. at a two. Right. Yeah. And then therefore yeah. they sound like a, whatever the difference is. Right. So if you can oh, get them to right? sound like an eight, right. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's a huge difference in their, in their success and the success of the people around them. I'll, I'll not only agree, but I also think I know the reason to that, which is most often that it's so under spoke of like so often with high performers, you identified, right. That these millionaires that are working on their communications, most people are not because it is not a priority in their mind. No one is saying it's a priority to them. So just the old adage, just be yourself. Great. But what they don't necessarily need is yourself when you're having a bad day or overwhelmed or sad or <laughs> my computer just crapped out. And hey, I'm just being me. Well, that's great. But we're here to deliver results. Mm -hmm. Not just whatever mood happens to walk in to, you know, or the first hard question that you ask me, I either sound scared or put out. And as I'm saying, I think that's the big difference, which is content is what are you saying? I, I've worked with real estate companies that are generating hundreds of millions of dollars in transactions, and they're all about the script. You say, if they say that, then you say this, then you say that, blah, blah, blah. and no one is talking about communications, no one. So I think there's this, this sort of mental block that it's like, no, authenticity means just be me. I'll give 100%. an example of something that I love, right? So this, this guy that, that I'm listening to says literally, you know, what does authenticity mean to me? And he describes it as not just being me, it's, it's your future self. So I loved that. By the way, that was you the other day oh, when I heard yeah. that. That's, on like, I, I think I, that's familiar. <laughs> okay, right? Well, I loved it because so often people don't see that bridge or gateway that you're projecting your real future self, closing the deal, feeling good enough that I'm offering the corporation, the client the sales team, the board of directors, I'm offering something that you want. You hear it and then the results come. Mm -hmm. And that's to me, the best gateway of a future self rather than, Hey, I'm just being me. Yeah. 100. Which is almost sloppy. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like that, that mm -hmm. sense of, Oh, well, Hey, I'm here. Um, 
lazy. It's just it's lazy. It's lazy. It's lazy. And as I said, when that guy um, whose name rhymes with uh, Farland uh, said something, in fact, it's like you're an imposter otherwise. I love it. I love it because that's what it is. Lazy imposter. So that's why the work is to me. You want to elevate. You want to get to a next level business wise. That's why you that's to me. It's like you got the content. Just don't waste all of that time that you spent preparing and just let it, you know, fly out a window because, hey, I'm just being me. Yeah. It's a waste right. of potential, too. Right. Like, imagine that, like, you being so talented in some things, mm -hmm. but the thing that gets in your way is ability, your ability to give it to others, which is communicate it. Like, mm -hmm. it's that's such a shame and there's i think there's, there's i mean there's so many people like that too like oh, you yeah. get like extremely intelligent people mm -hmm. like if you listen to elon musk like he's not right. the most eloquently spoken guy but he uses it but he, he knows how to use it now like he can get his point across and i think it's just because also just people know him now too but you, you, if, if he didn't know how to communicate at all like that which a lot mm -hmm. of people are just as smart as him can communicate mm -hmm. a quarter as good as him like he wouldn't be as influential as he is now changing the world like he is now so, so I would say with, with an Elon Musk, I don't think he's a good communicator. In fact, I think he's not close to awful. However, you just identified something, which I think is really important. You're going to give him the benefit of the doubt simply because of the track record, what you know of him. There may be a very strong predetermined opinion, which is not always a good one. But for those, that, you know, with him, it's like, oh, that's just him. So if you are Elon Musk, great, have at it. You do you, right? If 100%. you are not, and people don't know you as well, they may not be giving you the benefit of the doubt. Look, your friends are gonna, mm. you know? And if they even say, hey, John, you sound weird, your friends are cool with that because they're looking out for you, right? But often in a business setting, you're taking a lot for granted, assuming everyone knows you, knows all of your quirks, knows all of your you know, strengths and weak. The lazy part is right there, mm -hmm. which is why, to me, it's so important to communicate effectively. And, and Zach, I'm talking about tweaks and pivots and shifts. I'm not talking about anything seismic. That's why, to me, it's so important because you wouldn't have to spend years working on improving your communication yeah, no, or optimizing absolutely. your communication. You wouldn't need to, but you need mm -hmm. to do it. Yeah, uh, absolutely. hundred percent. I mean, and also communications and everything, your posts, your mm -hmm. content, how you carry yep. yourself, how you dress. It's, mm -hmm. it's all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Not that you have to go buy a nice suit like you, but it's all <laughs> well i'm here you're always gonna be on your show i want to get all dialed up <laughs> <laughs> i love it so let's let's talk more about about you how did you get sure. to doing because you that's not the executive coaching is not all you do no all right so no, how did you I, get to how did you get to that yeah so i was in broadcast ad sales and sales management for over 25 years and i had the privilege to work with some really strong companies and so I got to do a lot. I was in these situations that I'm speaking of. I was in all of them. That was one of the things that, that, that I feel grateful for is that I have the literal hands-on experience. And so as that career winded down, I had been getting like suggested a lot. I should use my voice more. And I always push back. 
No, I'm the sales guy. I'm the management guy. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, I hated the sound of my own voice. Hated it. So I'm like, nope, nope, nope. So as that job wound down, I just had this nagging thought, which was, well, what of the right? So I leave corporate. This is 2019. I started the company, which was primarily at the time a voiceover company. I was just going to go all in and do voice work and audition and all that kind of stuff and hired coaches and bought all the fancy microphones and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Right. Uh, and did. And then things start to morph. And that's the nice part about just having the, the, the gratitude to pay a little bit of attention. So I remember, and I remember working with a high-performance coach, I remember saying to him, I literally want to sever my history because I only wanted to be known as a voiceover person. So I washed out all my social profiles. I'm a voiceover person. Aren't you the one that was in Brooklyn? I'm a voiceover person. And so I removed, I that was what I wanted to do. So I go all in, so to speak. Not the best strategic move that you could make, uh, as I learned, but that's what I did. And then as I continued to talk to former colleagues and clients and things like that, there there was this, this thing where the coaching aspect came. I started to get clients. I realized, for God's sake, just like with your personal life, it's, you know, be true to you. And so it's like, this is what I've done to get there. And as I've promoted a lot as I've networked a lot as I've made a lot of friends and contacts I got the chance to do some public address announcing which is a blast for me so I've done uh high school football basketball uh soccer I just recently was the PA announcer for the Philly bike ride where over 5,000 cyclists uh compete and I got to do the like I said the send-off the start mm -hmm. and then the post-game party that's such a rush for me. And and I never, yeah. ever saw that coming. Never. So just opening up your mind a little bit, saying yes to a couple of things where I was, I was deathly afraid of the first high school basketball game I did, like petrified and, and, and was like, oh, like, you know, and I am a sports fan. It, it so it wasn't yeah. like that, but that's a lot of pressure, right? You know, and it took me probably, Honestly, the first time, the majority of the first half to get comfortable. I remember the second half felt like it took place in three minutes, you know, and, and it was like, so that occurred. Um, I've gotten to speak in front of audiences and that's been a blast for me. That's, 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 inc that's an incredible gift for me is that I get to, like I was the host MC for several events, uh, a couple of them, a bunch of high powered realtors. And I was the host and MC of a couple of awards banquets. And I remember the first time uh, I was speaking to Josh Buckter, if you're listening, I love this guy. And he's the one that gave me that first speaking opportunity. And I got to speak in front of hundreds of people. And, I, and likewise, I remember, and I'm all dolled up at a tux and all that sort of thing. And they were knocked off of the Academy Awards mm. uh, at a cool place in Philadelphia. And it was just one of these things where you, you just you just keep your mind open. I I was meeting up with my also my friend josh and we were having coffee and i i liked what he did on social media but i wasn't pitching anything and really what i was trying to do is more like behind the scenes like i want to do some voiceover work and blah 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 and he's like well 
we're looking for a host MC. I'm like, oh no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, he's like, no, I'm looking for a host MC and I think you could do it. Would you be willing? Okay. So I'm <laughs> sure. And said, yes. Scared to death. I can still remember a half hour before the event. Petrified. Petrified. So if anyone thinks like, like everyone, like I just got it. You know, it's like I get nerves still before every big presentation. Doesn't bother me at all now, but it bothers me in that moment mm-hmm. where I'm like a basket case and, I'm, and there was way more people than I was expecting at all. And the room went way further back and I'm on a huge stage. And I just remember like back to the preparation. We Joshua, we're communicating for a couple of months, pronouncing names and, you know, and flow and sequence and all that stuff. And then a half hour later, all my quirks and doubts and insecurities are coming up. You're a fraud. You're not going to remember anything, blah, 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 you know? And I was going to bring up note cards and they're handing me note cards and I'm writing on them. And then it was about five minutes before I just took some deep breaths. It's one of these things that I preach to people. Literally, it's like, look, Take some. I, I use a Navy SEALs breathing technique. Uh, I have zero experience in Navy SEALs, anything. But the, the breathing technique sure, surely worked. And it just focused through the cards away and rolled. And it was such a great experience. I've gotten to do it a few more times since. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful way to serve a client, serve an audience, mm-hmm. and to connect. To me, there's nothing like that literal connection with people looking into their eyes, feeling, you know, feeling the energy, being able to articulate. And that's where, like I said, it's like, I I, I don't dismiss preparation. I killed myself for a couple of months um, in terms of making certainly new everything. Mm-hmm. He is just put yourself in the frame of mind so that all of that work isn't wasted. And that's what happened. So I've had I've had the chance to do that, speak to uh, some companies and all of that to say is and I still get to do voiceover work, too, which is which is really cool for me. Yeah, that's I mean, that's a really great testament to just do this is what I say. This is a very oversimplification, but just do Mm -hmm. stuff like say yes to stuff. stuff. Yep. Like just it's we, we, we complicate it. Like go yeah. find your why first. Like uh, you, mm-hmm. sure, find out why. Like what are you fighting for? Like what do you, where do you want right. to be? Who do you want to be? All yep. that kind of stuff. Figure that out. Sure, but get to the how as quick as possible. Yep. Right. Don't. So many people are just they're stuck on the why. Well, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Why am I here? Mm-hmm. And then you you mm-hmm. dwell on that long enough. All of a sudden you're a victim because you can't figure out your why, and then you don't figure out how to do anything. Therefore you don't do anything. Where you just gotta try stuff. Just do stuff. Just try stuff. Just that, like it's saying just... yes to presenting and mm-hmm. just figuring it. Just trust yourself enough to figure it out. Have you been in a situation before where you've had to figure something out and you've come out okay? If the answer is yes, then you've done this before. It the might not be the exactly specific right. thing, right? You might not have done this specific thing, speaking in front mm-hmm. of people, but you've done something uncomfortable that you've had to figure it out. Therefore, you can. And having and that's where it's it's interesting because I had a similar experience, I guess, mm-hmm. or I made I made the same decision was right. to eliminate my past because it's not in line it's not directly in line mm-hmm. with my future mm-hmm. so i had i had social accounts with you know tens of thousands of people on it and all this kind of yeah. stuff and i was like no it's not who i am screw it delete everything right which You're I, now also, <laughs> I now also regret but but you, you have to give i got you, you. you have to you have to allow 
yourself, and I think we said it on your podcast, mm-hmm. you have to allow yeah. yourself to give your past credit for the success that you a have and b are right. going to have, right? Because well, a lot of this stuff, it's it, that's all the evidence that you've done it before. Again, not specific, exactly right. different words, but mm-hmm. you've done the the soft skills you've had to learn you've had to overcome mm-hmm. you've failed got up failed got up all that kind of good stuff i love right? that man i love yeah it. and by the way out to amplify that point it's one of the things that's one of the techniques that that i've literally used which is this i combine that navy seals breathing technique and what i've been able to use and share which is and i leverage it so i'm not a science guy terrible in science in high school and college terrible so i don't want to pretend i'm a scientist but here's the geeky science that uh The person that has worked with me is a trained, licensed, very successful psychologist. His name is Joseph Dowling, and he wrote a book called Zonefulness. He also happens to be my therapist, which is how I met him, right? So that he he now coaches college. He is the part of the University of Pennsylvania men's and women's basketball team. He's on the bench with the player. Like I said, he's one of the coaches. Uh, And this is all about mindset. And he, so he works with Rutgers, he worked in the NFL for a brief time. And so here's what he shared with me. And I suggest with everybody, you just identified it, which I love, which is in addition to the breathing, I call this, he suggested it and I've stolen it, which is calling it, it's your body of evidence. So you've done something cool in your life. You've done something that you were proud of. And does it have to be an exact linear thing? No. In fact, absolutely no. And everyone's, what's the cool thing that you identify with? And you don't have to overthink this, nor do you have to rank them or come up with the best. Just come up with anything in a moment where you're uncomfortable. And for me, I've used it and I like it. And there's, if you watched me do that in Berlin, Germany, you wouldn't have been all that impressed. But it's like I ran a marathon. And so I'm in Berlin, Germany, running a marathon has nothing to do with a presentation. It has nothing to do with closing a business deal or coaching clients. But what I remembered was this sense I'm I'm pretty slow. And like I said, I'm the guy typically when you run marathons, they come over and pat me on the head and say, good for you. You know, and and, and I know what that means. And I know what that means. Right. But whatever. So I'm running and there's one point where I'm literally by myself in another country. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't speak the language. And there's maybe a handful of runners because we're kind of the old cliche bringing up the rear. And that kind of was true. Right. And so but I remember thinking for a moment as I got close and you knew where the finish line was because they're saying, you now I realize and you start to see and you're, and you're like, Oh, it's right there. Uh, This spectacular feeling. Like I can't believe this is happening. I can't believe I get to cross this finish line. I don't care what place it is. I don't care what time the length, what no, nothing. I can still remember the song that was playing. I can still remember the fact I'm starting to like tear up when, when I'm starting to go across. And that's what I remembered. Like the night when I gave that speech mm-hmm. and everything got easy. So the body of evidence part is pick something cool that you've done. Mm-hmm. Don't get in the way of it. No, 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 that's not good enough. Or no, 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 no. Zach's is better. Or no, 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 no. See, he's won awards. Or, don't get in the way of it. Just was this cool? And as you're breathing, it puts a real sense of confidence or 
I've earned this seat at the table or stand, giving a speech, whatever. Um, that And that's, to me, the tangible proof. And that's what you were saying earlier. And I love that you say that because what's so powerful is in the 16 seconds that I take to do the box breathing, and I'm thinking about, oh my God, pink, it was a pink song, and we're crossing, blah, blah, blah. you're done. In 16 mm -hmm. seconds, you're done. And then everything else becomes more doable. Mm -hmm. and, and, and that's to me, like I said, which I'd encourage anybody, which is just yeah. really remember you've done things in your life and I'll steal your line. Just try stuff, just do mm -hmm. stuff. Absolutely. And it, it varies by kind, not by degree. Because again, the, the worst thing mm -hmm. that's ever happened to you is the worst thing that's ever happened to you. And the best thing that's mm -hmm. ever happened to you, or the best thing you've ever accomplished is the best thing you've ever accomplished, right? Right. So I mean, it, to your to your point, like you're comparing like, oh, it's not I haven't won awards, or I haven't done this mm -hmm. or that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you've done something, right? And yeah. I've, this, I've worked with a client who he was having, he's starting a business. He, right. he used to be a welder, right? Mm -hmm. And one of his really okay. proud, yeah. proud moments was mm -hmm. when he got his his journeyman. Right. Well, some mm -hmm. people are like, oh, you're sure. journeyman. You got your journeyman and your welder. Like in his head, he's like, oh, it's not like I didn't win the Stanley Cup or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But how proud were you in that moment? It's right. Like, Man, I, I mm -hmm. never thought I'd be able to accomplish something like that. Mm -hmm. Like it, it took, it was like four years or five years or something like that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it, it was so this much work. You know, I lost, I, I went through a divorce and all, whatever. Mm -hmm. I had to overcome yeah. a lot to yeah. be able to do it. I was like, how? So how proud were you in that moment? Like, how did you feel? Mm -hmm. How confident were you? Like, what? Mm -hmm. And like, to your point, there was a pink song playing. There was, what did it it's, smell I like? What did the it. room look like? Yep. Right? Like, we're all, we all favor one, mm -hmm. you know, whether it's the auditory, visual, or kinesthetic, mm -hmm. right? Yep. We all, we all mm -hmm. favor one. So like, feel, see, smell, hear, like, what is yep. it when you were there? And then you, you again, whether it's box breathing or mm -hmm. whether you find an anchor point in the floor and you kind of put all that confidence in that point in the floor, whatever, yep. whatever your technique it works. works better for you. Yep. Right. And, and put yourself in that moment mm -hmm. before you go into a meeting, before you go on an interview, right. before you, you know, you have to talk to a client, you're going to a sales call, right? Or whatever it is, right? You're going to, you know, parent-teacher interviews, <laughs> whatever, whatever it works, whatever you need it to, to do put it. Put yourself all in. Yeah. Do what you have to do. I'm doing this intentionally for a reason. It's like to get this out of your head. To get whatever that last email that you had to read that was so desperately important as you're running into the parent-teacher meeting, and now you're like, oh, and now you're like, okay, and this is in your head, and it's like, and now you're distracted, and you're not all in. Mm -hmm. So whatever it happens to be, it's like give yourself the privilege to be all in because that's really what people remember. That's really what they're remembering. It is rare that they're thinking, oh my God, I loved the background colors of his PowerPoint slide. They were amazing. And when he got, when Zach got to page 72, it was so, they don't, they don't. Mm -hmm. um, or at least they'll attempt to know it if they can feel your energy. Yeah. And that's what you're trying to do, you know? So- that's no, that's no. that's like I said the gift that that when I see it in other people I, I respond uh it, it, it's a blast for me it's not just who I'm working with I mean whenever I see you know you know that they're all there I know absolutely what do you think the difference is we're talking about just entrepreneurs the differences right. between a business owner founder that mm -hmm. focuses on their communication and focuses mm -hmm. on their their mindset like their subconscious yeah. ability to manipulate their subconscious sort of thing 
the difference between a co-founder that focuses on that and a co-founder that just focuses on skills and software and mm-hmm. that you know that, that that point of it, the tactics, right? What do you think the big difference right. is? Well, again, the big difference is people. You got to feel something to get somebody to do something. Mm-hmm. You can you can pull all the science and the tactical, the tech. You know what I mean? And here's your manual. 12,000 features and benefits, but if I don't care, I don't do it. And I'm not alone. It's you got to feel something to do something. So how do you get somebody to actually feel something? Is it, hey, look, I'm going to read all this to you now and let you see that when, yo, um, people make more time for when they feel something. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I only got a minute or that sense of three seconds on social media. All of a sudden, it's like, why are you playing around with cat videos for, for four hours? But 5,000 things that could possibly benefit you, like nah, 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 yeah. ain't feeling anything. Now, am I saying throw cats into your account? No. Um, <laughs> in fact, please don't. But um, But what I am saying is, you take yourself out because as I alluded to before, I go through social media now and, and literally it's like everyone is an entrepreneur. If you're jaded, right? They're not, mm-hmm. but I'm just saying everybody's an entrepreneur. Everyone's a coach. Everyone's got a, a, a coaching product. Everyone has got a last minute opportunity. Everyone is going to help you increase your sales. Mm-hmm. Well, if that was really true, and if you really felt that, you would just be, you probably make better decisions, but I don't give most of them a chance because I feel nothing. Mm-hmm. And again, as I said, you're just trying to put that bridge. It's that gateway, that bridge. You need somebody to feel something. And again, I'm not a believer. I never was. I was the geeky bookwormy type growing up. So I was the one that overcompensated by, you know, studying harder and being better because I wasn't confident with myself at the time. But the fact of the matter is, it's like, I'm not saying don't have the technical know-how. All I'm saying is you got to have a chance. You have to be given the chance to share it. But throwing bullet points and benefits and the it, it, it's it's I feel bad because you're not even being given the forum to do it because mm-hmm. nobody's feeling anything. But when you feel something, if somebody feels something, they often will do something. Give you a chance. So what are you talking about, Zach? So show me, give me, you know what I mean? What are mm-hmm. those? Because I think, oh, he's cool. I like him. I was told for years, and I used it used to really bristle me, and I've, I've, I'm grateful that I've now grown to appreciate it. He's got a lot of energy. In my head, being like not having a lot of confidence, I took that as code for, oh, he's too frenetic. He's too, mm-hmm. you know. So I took it always as an insult. You know, mm-hmm. my issues. <laughs> you have a good voice. <laughs> no, I don't. Um, <laughs> you have a lot of energy. No, I don't. Um Thank God I've worked on myself yeah. personally. So you can take that part, you know, feel comfortable, true with yourself. But I believe that's the difference. It's like, A, give yourself a chance to be heard. Know what the technical benefits are because when they are there and it's like, oh, they're cool. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. And there's your gateway. Yeah, 100%. It's 
the difference between okay knowing what to do and then getting people bought in to execute doing right if you don't have you can have all the technical skills and this is where it's kind of unfortunate you see a lot of Mm -hmm. it you know in the ads especially this time of year with new year's coming up you see a lot of the ads or in the highlight Mm -hmm. reels and all this kind of stuff and people both of our both of our industries really right is it's all you know how to increase sales how to improve your marketing Mm -hmm. how to get a better roi here how to get ten thousand leads in your pipeline now which is all Mm -hmm. great you have to do it right is that right you have to yes but you get to the point now mm-hmm. where you have a team mm-hmm. and you need you you have all these tools and systems and processes and all that kind yeah. of stuff how do you consistently get them to execute ex- execute execute i and improve and improve mm-hmm. upon these processes right mm-hmm. and to so that you can be a take yourself out of the equation and b right ultimately be more successful so you can move on to other things mm-hmm. and be more creative mm-hmm. but if you don't have that if you don't get the ability to to unite people and get them to understand and improve and develop and mm-hmm. to get the outcome that you want it's this is all it's all useless you're just wasting your money and that's where you're you see wasting, so many exactly and so many of these things they they work for mm-hmm. a short amount of time because everyone's excited mm-hmm. oh we got a new crm or we got a new mm-hmm. you know sales pipeline or whatever it is we got a new script and and it's great to start but if they're not bought into you know why you're doing it or if they don't fully understand mm-hmm. if they, if you're not communicating mm-hmm. with them you know in a way that right. makes them understand they understand the outcome mm-hmm. how to do it and they know why they're doing it then they're not going to do it at least for a long period of time so you get these people that are doing this all the time all the time it's, 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 it's frustrating time. yeah but that's that's why we do what we do that's it so it took me a while to get clear with my own message so mm-hmm. i get it and can relate like in these four years where things have changed and morphed, and I told you that I'm literally cutting my arm off of the broadcast ad sales. And oh, no, he's voiceover. Oh, he's real estate. Yeah. It's you really, it doesn't mean you can't, as you like, do stuff or try stuff. It doesn't mean that. It simply means, again, you're competing with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it's not like it would be great if you were the only one that happened to be on social media. Uh, you're not. And so one more rendition of increasing sales or here's my CRM. It's great. So you can read, send me more prepared chat GPT emails mm-hmm. that have no heart and body. I'm using them too. But the fact of the matter is I ain't pointing fingers, but it is what I am saying is no heart, no soul no shot. Yeah. How do you give yourself a shot with your great content and your technical ability? Cause for God's sake, do it because you need to be ready. Mm. Right. When somebody says, Oh, I like that. They, I like, I like their energy. They seem cool because ultimately it's going to get to, all right. So what do you got? And you still have to be prepared. You still have to know the nuances of whether it's the software or or the capabilities or the... So as I said, you're literally setting the table for all of the prep that you've done. Mm-hmm. You'll you're never get re- there if you can't communicate it. You'll you never Exactly. And you're not replacing it because you got to be ready. You got to be ready. So it's like, okay, speak. Like what happens to me, you know, it, it, it's like after that speaking thing. And as I said, I... The first time, uh, you got, and I'll just repeat, you got to be right. Second time for the same group, but in a different venue and all that stuff. And I'm speaking and I'm the host MC again and all that sort of thing. And this is where I'm saying you got to be ready. Uh, in that, in that case, 
there were technical difficulties that are going on. I also happened to have done the voiceover for all the narrations. So now if you're in the audience, I'm thinking, God, it's a lot of John Duffany I have to hear, but that's all right. It's not my <laughs> not my issue. Um, so I'm speaking and then they do the announce and then it's the voiceover and that's me again. So they're having technical difficulties where the audio is not syncing up to the to the video and the video is just randomly playing and all that sort of thing. And we've got another presenter up there and they're like, I don't you know. And I remember and I remember saying, you solve a problem by being ready. And I just remember, I said, give me the mic, give me the mic. So I had known all of the categories because again, I'm three months of back and forth with the host, yeah. knowing all their names, knowing how to pronounce all their names, knowing the sequencing. I'm just like, give me the mic, give me the mic. And I literally was standing off to the side, just reading into the microphone, just saying them out loud as the video was going. And, and we got through. Mm -hmm. And we got through and none of the people that were nominated for awards were embarrassed because I was announcing them literally in real time. And the only way that I could do that was the preparation, knowing the going back and forth with the organizer. Do you want it said like this? Do you want it done like that? Is this the flow? So that's how we solved a major problem. Clients are happy. The audience is cool. Everything moved to what was the inevitable positive conclusion, which was so that they could all eat and drink in peace. You know, <laughs> but you got the conclusion, <laughs> right? But you got to get there. You got to get there. And so rather than a bunch of Irish goodbyes, hey, this is a drag. I got to get out of here. You know what I mean? That it was like, we got through. And if you're in a corporation or if you're an entrepreneur, again, inevitably what you not want, what you need is the ability to know your capabilities, to know how you can customize and personalize it to the individual, the company you're speaking with, but you need the bridge to get there. Mm -hmm. Otherwise you just sound like everybody else. That's, I'm gonna leave it at that. John, what's the next summit that you're chasing? <laughs> uh, <laughs> heck, I love that. Uh, so for me in 2024, there, I'll give you the one, like I said, so the summit, is speaking to larger audiences, number one, in, in, in two ways, which is number one, I, I it, it, it's, it's such a rush to speak live. I get to share personal parts of me. I get to, you know, speak to individuals. I get to, I get to move people and, and there's nothing like it. So number one, it's to be on stages, the summit I'm chasing to be speaking on stages of, we'll say 5,000 people for this coming year. That's, that's the summit I'm chasing. 5,000 or greater, right? And then it. the other is to be aligned with Fortune 500 companies that are literally their, their executive teams, their, their coaching teams, because this is not something that needs to be done on a one-on-one. -on -one. It works great mm -hmm. on a one-on-one -on -one basis. But in my heart, I really believe that there are companies in need and as economics change and as opportunities either rise or fall, the fact of the matter is you don't want to get caught short. So the summit I'm chasing, working with Fortune 500 companies, people are letting go training. They are letting go communications. And my thought is as a fractional leader, that's what I'm able to do. That's where I can, um, I can stop. I can either solve a problem, stop a crisis, or help people to propel and exceed, which is really the goal.
I love it. Well, hopefully we can uh, we can share a stage because that's one of my goals too this year is to get on some bigger love stages. It. So let's let's. I'd be honored. We'll talk. We'll talk about so that. So let's make so it happen. Heck, let's, let's make it happen. Well. Right? Might as well. Why not? Exactly. Um, all right. I, I love everything that you're doing. We've had multiple conversations, multiple hour long conversations. This won't be the last mm -hmm. time we we do one of these. But I just want to say thank you so much for being on, being a friend, being a somewhere. I'm, I'm sure that we're going to collaborate. We're going to we're going to mm -hmm. figure out how to collaborate one way or the I other. I know we will. A hundred percent. You got a minute or two. Where can people find you? Oh, how can, how can you help people? All that kind oh, of stuff. I love all that stuff. So first off, I honor and acknowledge you. Really feel lucky. I could feel the energy of you, Zach. So it, it has been a privilege so far. And I do believe, not cliches, we're just getting started. Mm -hmm. So folks, the easiest way, I just make it easy. So I, my website, which is, has all my social profiles and, and podcast links and all that sort of thing, is Duffin Media, D-U-F-F-I-N, DuffinMedia.com. It's the easiest way to get at me, ways to contact me. Again, as I said, you want to hear my podcast, you want to hear Zach, which I'm very grateful about on my show. <laughs> you want to hear some other way cool people. Uh, that's where you find me. DuffinMedia.com is the easiest and then that way, again, contact, social, podcast, speaking engagements, coaching opportunities, everything's there. Beautiful. And we will link all that below. John, yep. it was an absolute pleasure. Can't wait to to keep this relationship going. Heck yeah. Thank you so much, Zach. Honest to God. Feels, it felt great. So I'm, I'm honored and I really appreciate you too, man. Thank you for watching this episode of the Summit Chasers podcast. I really hope that you enjoyed, you were inspired, you learned something that you can use to go and chase whatever your next summit may be. Be sure to like and comment your takeaways from the episode below. Also, follow us on all social media platforms under Summit Chasers Network. And if you're watching this on YouTube, be sure to turn on your notifications so you can be notified when we drop new content like how-to videos, business best practices, motivation, and personal development strategies. And until next time, keep chasing your summit. I'll see you on the next one.